0: it doesn't get better 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 Better than this.
1: What's up? What's up?
0: And uh, today, we're going to steer the direction. Well, hold on. Let me get tired in here real quick.
2: I didn't say hi. Say
1: you your say, say your words, Say bro. your piece.
0: Say, yo, you guys can't see it, but he's giving me the death glare right now.
2: Hi, guys. I'm a part of this podcast as well, and I don't like being left out. And I will get violent if I have to.
1: Hey, that's a great transition. That is a great transition. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying. Speaking of I won't violence. put hands on you, but I'm not the only person in this room with hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we out here watching Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta season two. Robin season still a great right. show. If you guys are watching that, definitely take a chance to look at it. This wow. is
1: low key an Atlanta podcast, low key
0: <laughs> high key a Bible podcast.
2: But I also like the shy. So, so it's just a town podcast. Right. If you're from a city, this podcast is for you.
0: I'm gonna read it one more time. It's not a Bible co- pop. Hold on. You got me frustrated.
2: I'm so flabbergasted. He's got songs. the Lord in him. Hey, listen, <laughs> the, de- the, 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 the devil won't let you get that, that phrase out. It is a Bible podcast. It
0: is not <laughs> a Bible Twisting
2: Bible. that tongue. He's speaking tongues right now. <laughs> it is a Bible. Look, we got a friend in the room. Is this a Bible podcast or not? That's that a yes. That was a hard yes. That was a yes. Those
1: that was a yes. hard yes. This
0: is a, not a Bible podcast. This is no, we
2: have witnesses. Podcast. This is a Bible podcast.
0: Gotcha.
1: So as we move on from the Bible, the Atlanta podcast, uh, we got some real stuff to talk about. We promised it last week we have we tend to bullshit really hard on this uh this podcast. So, we promised ourselves and our audience that we wouldn't we get right to it, and this week we're dedicating ourselves to talk about this this stuff that's going on in the country right now, it's gun violence. That's true. It's wild, man.
2: It's I agree, it means it's, it's, it's real life wild. I mean, we we had a conversation about it earlier this week about like some of the technology and stuff coming out. Um, but that's on like a
0: we can, hit it, bro. Yeah, just uh, jump the, the in. Bulls- not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, B, on. I'll
2: let you take yeah. over that one.
0: Um, uh, more or less. I mean, time brought it to my attention, but um, there's uh, prototypes of a, a technology that's coming out right now. It's more or less uh, a tent that'll be inside of a classroom, and uh, the teachers can use it as a creative reading space for kids. It can be a quiet room, uh, kind of a thing, or you can know just a little, you know, home away from home inside the classroom kind of a thing. But it also doubles as a defense mechanism uh, during an active shooter scenario um, pretty much the tent folds out and it's bulletproof so is it were, inflatable it's inflatable so inflatable. oh yes yeah.
1: it's not inflatable you said inflatable bro. I, I, I thought no. he said it's inflatable
0: and i was like yeah it's so no, inflatable no dude no, no it's you, you're fucking a, up the credibility it looks now. like <laughs> a it
1: looks like a big ass metal circus tent Okay. And it sits in the corner of a room. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this Oklahoma school district is going to use it. Oh, it does look like a circus tent. It does, bro. It's wow. like It's wow. got like blue stripes and yeah. shit. And they put some the teacher, try you know, as teachers do, try to teach it up. And yeah. they got some magnets on there. It looks like an industrial playhouse. It's intimidating, yeah. I think. But they tried to make it look cool. It also doubles as like earthquake, tornado proof. Mm. So it's like disaster ready. Right. It's got air filtration. They could theoretically sit in that tent for as long as they
0: had to. Mm. But I think the the bigger uh, theme of that we're we're trying to get to is it's a sad reality that we're getting to where we have to have these type of things inside of our classrooms. Um, it's unnerving, man. It's it's unnerving, you know. In light of the Parkland events, I think that's really what you know kind of was the catalyst for this podcast today.
2: Yeah, I mean, have you guys had any personal experiences with the you know with the school shooting? I mean, I haven't.
0: I mean, you no. Know, I mean, I think all schools schools will go through like the code red drills, so or we'll, we'll yeah, do like the practicing thing. But I don't think personally I've had.
1: I've that. only had secondhand experience. I'm from Menor. The town next to us is Chardon. Okay. And Chardon had like uh, a school shooter. It must have been three or four years ago now.
0: Thought, never mind. I won't speak on it because I, I don't know. I'm getting my years mixed up. I think I remember hearing about it when I was. Never mind. Continue.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it was like three years ago probably, and um, they had a school shooter. And it was wild because it was the town next door to us. And then that summer I worked with a kid who was in the cafeteria where it happened. Mm. And he, like, talked about it a little bit, man. It was just fear, like, just pure fear because you're so out of control in that situation that what are you going to do? Like, especially because half the time he even said, he's like, I didn't even know what was happening. Like, you just hear shots, you hear yelling, you hear kids drop. So I've never, thank God, I've never been in a, in a situation with that.
0: Something similar, though. What about your time at Kent State? So Okay,
1: so true. Actually, I was in a business class at Kent State. Um, it was an evening class, and we got the code red or whatever that, uh, that there was. The most
2: sh- racist code red I've ever seen in my life. Bro,
1: so, <laughs> so let's be real. So this is what happened, right? I'm in class. A report comes in that a gunshot is fired directly in the parking lot directly next to the class. Right, so next to the business building, then this is wild too, bro. It gets out of control because of texting and calling and stuff. So, kids don't have a lot of information, start calling their parents. Shit gets misconstrued. The parents get information that they that was never really there. So, the kids are saying shit like, Yeah, there's a shooter, he's going around killing people. Also,
2: the university sends out a sketchy text as well. well.
1: So, yeah, so the university sends the text out first, then kids start calling their parents and shit, texting them feeding them information that has not happened, that they're just panicked and saying shit. Then their parents start calling back into the school, and the school thinks they have valid information, but they don't. It's just like a big game of telephone. So next thing you know, SWAT is coming through the fucking building. We're on lockdown. They came and checked. Dude's got a fucking assault rifle. Like, is everybody in the room okay? And we're like, well, what the fuck is happening? We were in there for like a hot 45 minutes. Like okay, this could be it. Kids were like using their belts to secure the door and shit. Like, and we—it's college. You don't go through code red drills. Nobody knows what the fuck to do. Yeah. So turns out what it actually was was this kid happened to be a black kid, left his gun in some of the trunk of someone's car, right? And as he was retrieving it, pre- like he fired into the ground. Mm. And that was that. It was wasn't aggravated. Actually
0: shot himself. Did he? he? Himself.
2: Yeah, actually shot himself. Okay.
0: But it caused... But that chain of events So he wasn't he shooting anybody? Yeah, he wasn't
2: no, it, like... It was just like, yeah. They, it was... kind He's coming back from spring break because I actually know the, the kid, actually. Right. He was, spring, yeah, he was coming back from spring break. Yeah, he was coming back from spring break and they, were all, they all drove down to Florida, apparently, or, or wherever they went. And they borrowed someone's car and his stuff was still in the back of that person's car. So pretty much... The car exchange was happening. He was retrieving his stuff and putting it back into his car and returning the car back to the owner. And they owner. just
1: like met up on campus. Yeah, they met and they
2: met up in the parking lot on campus, and you know, in the process of carrying all the stuff, his gun went off. ended up, you know, end up hitting himself and caused an absolute panic. Yeah. And I remember. That shit was wild. It was wild, dude. but I remember I was playing basketball at the REC at the time. Okay, I got so it. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. Talk about this. So the, the sketchy text the university sent. The flash alerts. The flash alerts, yeah. So, the sketchy text the school sends is like, hey, armed blackmail, basketball shorts, T-shirt.
1: That's the description. Whoa. Look
2: around at the REC. Everybody, everybody <laughs> on the motherfucking court fits the description. Like, the most vague description I've ever seen in my life, yeah. right? So, my mom's text me. Yeah, I think,
1: basketball <laughs> shorts, T-shirt. <laughs>
2: I'm literally, like literally down, and I, like at this point I'm like, all right, I'm at the rack. No, they're not letting anyone in. Like, so I'm I just continue hooping, you know, yeah, cool. playing basketball. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. cool. My mom texts me. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm like low key laughing off because I have a weird sense of humor. Um, not about like gun violence, but just like I'm safe. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm a little I'm a little freaked out, but like I'm not telling my mom that. Right. So um, that's happening or whatever. And I guess the point where I'm like, all right, like I haven't heard anything, so I think I could walk home because I don't have a car at the time. So I'm I'm walking back home and have my headphones in, listen to music and. Course, fit the description. Mm. Cops are yelling at me, but I can't hear. I mean, so, and you know, it's, they're, a danger, they're, it's a dangerous yeah, situation. Yeah, they're, they're hiding. So, you know, by the time I, I become aware of what's going on, there's guns pointed at me, and I'm like, getting ready to get tackled, and I'm just like, uh, uh, hey, what's going on? What's up, guys? They're like, yeah. what's going on? And they're like, well, you fit the description. I was like, of, you know, like, I mean, I knew the text, but I was like, mm. of what? Like, I'm walking home, mm. and they're just like, we're looking for a uh, black man in basketball shorts. I was like
0: You found one. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like I don't know. You gotta That's be like specific. searching
1: for some hay in a haystack. Yeah, like, I was, I was you like, found it. Yeah. I, was, I was like,
2: great. Um, well, it's not me, mm. so can I go home? Yeah. And it was just like it was just like this awkward because like the cops technically weren't wrong, but like
1: But this but this it's shitty for them because they had no other information they, to go Exactly. Off. No one so but strong. no one did. Yeah, you know exactly. Mm.
2: So we're all just in the unknowing and it, 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 I mean, I'm probably not the only person that had that awkward encounter. Yeah, but it's, well, it's just like, I mean, then you, I mean, you gotta think about uh, you know other events like the you know Trayvon Martin and all that other stuff. So like, st- lack of information stuff can spiral out of control real exactly. fast. So it was it was a weird time, but
0: but no, the chain. I'm events, alive. The, dude, well, yeah, God bless. Right. You know, right. That's the best thing. But the chain events were set off even though like there's a big misunderstanding. The chain events were set off by a gun on campus. So that's I think so that's that brings focus. up yeah.
1: that brings up an interesting point because obviously like our campus is a gun-free zone and uh, pretty soon it's not going to be. You know that? What do you mean? Uh, well, they're passing it where Kent State's not gonna be a gun-free zone anymore.
2: Didn't they just have a March like a year ago? Yeah, it's, About going, it's
1: going through bro. I'm pretty sure I'll double-check it. Bro. Yeah,
2: but because I, like, I remember it was one day I, I knew to stay off campus. It was just like yeah, everybody was like yeah, we're gonna get our, our guns. Oh, or yeah just Walk around on campus. I, I actually like, did you see it? I was like, I'm good on that. I
1: yeah. saw it, bro It was because they walked right past where I work Um, It was like four dudes and a girl like a woman and they Man. all just like were open carrying rifles Wow. Yeah, and they were just like walking like bullshitting just like talking and shit like totally we it weren't Kent State bro. Kent State is a pretty political school. Mm-hmm. We've had lots of marches for different stuff. We've had lots of protests like it was the weirdest protest ever. It was five people chatting about the fucking weather with like heavy rifles on their shoulders and my black ass stayed in the house. Yeah, <laughs> smart. Well, I want to ask about what you guys think about gun-free zones because there's a a really strong debate between people who are pro and uh, against guns between like, are gun-free zones uh, a deterrent? So if you label a place and say, you can't bring a gun here, does it actually keep violence from happening there? Or... The, the rebuttal against that from people who are pro-gun is...
0: It's unsafe because well
1: no if you, yeah, if you're going to kill somebody anyways, you don't care if it's a gun-free zone. Like, you're going to just bring a gun there, yeah. and then there's no one there with a gun to stop you. So, I don't know. I just want to know what you guys think about that.
0: Um, let's go with the schools, the elementary schools, about how sure. teachers, specifically? No. Typically? You don't think no. that teachers should have guns? No. Teachers can have mental health issues and
2: bad days just like everyone else. And I know if I had any teachers with guns when I was in school, <sighs> listen, um, I would have. I You've been against, I, yeah, yeah, I was the person that liked to push my teachers' buttons. Okay. Not you know not in a rude way, but like you know I was always cracking jokes or whatever, and just like,
0: let me ask you this. Our guest over here, Katie, who's actually in training to become a teacher, she brought up a valid point uh, on a different uh, side of it. What about if there were? A program inside schools to train teachers to have guns and not necessarily have guns on their person but say there were like a storage locker all well, that the only teachers had access to in case of an emergency so it's not like you know well, teachers what
2: will teachers start becoming the school shooters
0: well that's that's the fair point but we go special, backgrounds. special
1: background there's a lot the of screening
2: done is oh, oh, do, do these screenings for regular gun users Oh yeah, most certainly they oh, do for
1: yes, a lot. So that's for a lot, but like that's but. one thing we do have to talk about is mental health checks mm. for guns. Because you're totally right, and what you're yeah. saying is valid. But I think what Katie's saying too is that teachers are go through some of the most rigorous like screenings for uh, for everything just to be yeah. in their career. Just to be a teacher. I was like say. you have to be go through kids. so much. You can't have any red flags. There are schools in Ohio already that allow guns on on schools select select uh staff at schools mm. public schools have guns which is crazy to me cuz i'm with you i don't think it should be a thing
2: mm. i yeah just not for me advocate, i don't think it. i would i would want to send my children to school knowing that their teachers aren't like, that's, I, fair. that's fair i don't i don't know so anything.
1: that wouldn't make you feel better it mean it would not because
2: and then they I, I, at the end of the day, I still don't know that person that okay. that's you i don't know this person like that Even- Yeah, I understand. It's a lot so, of but, storage. But still only one person having access to it in that room, it whole, doesn't ease my mind. Ty's whole
1: point is like if that one dude just snaps, let's say like it's some guy, it's like the vice principal and his wife divorces him and he just loses his shit and yeah. he has access. If he wants to, he could just go roast everybody. Yeah, that's
2: so what I'm saying. Like it it doesn't ease my mind. It, I, I I think the is still as there's two sizes great as like this you know, a student coming in with a gun. You know what I'm saying? That likelihood still, you know, what I'm saying, because teachers will go through issues, and you, you never know. Definitely. You know, so life happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But here's my question: If there's a substitute, does
0: a substitute get a key? No, 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 no. 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 So no. the protocol is people that are trained, though. Okay. You know yeah. i saying? It's the teachers that have like gone through protocol. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. So substitutes aren't real teachers. You heard from Katie. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> um, but no,
0: it's I like I like both sides of the argument. Katie's saying it could be a security measure. Yeah. You know, pretty much protecting people. But Ty was also saying, worst case scenario, this could be a bad idea, kind of thing. So there's, it's a double edged sword. But it's a good thing that we're talking about. It. That's really the key.
2: I mean, uh, I, I think, I think the real thing is, no one has the answers to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there, there's a correct. Here's my thing. I don't He's think there's working a, towards it. Yeah, know? we're working towards it. But I don't, I don't think there ever will be a correct answer towards gun violence. Like, yeah, I mean, either someone's going to use the gun for its purpose, hunting, you know, um, recreation and all, and all that yeah. stuff. Or they're gonna use it for, for bad you know it that's all it all comes down to the person I, I don't think there's much you can do to prevent that because it comes down to the human and you know there's guns in the black market and all that stuff we understand yeah. that and that's what that's what the big battle is so there's never going to be a a correct answer for it my thing with gun violence overall is i think there needs to be more protocol on obtaining guns like as far as reach that earlier, background checks and things like i think that's i think that's where the government can step up and do more and you know, make it a little bit harder to get these guns. I understand you can go buy one, cause you know how easy it is? I'm I'm sorry. I went to a uh, a gun trade show with my mom. When I was and in high school. That's
1: the dangerous thing.
2: Yeah. And I could I could literally buy a shotgun. And I was I was like, I mean, I was 18. I was a senior in high school, but like, I could have went and bought a shotgun that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they weren't really screening. Like, if I had the cash, they were gonna give it to me.
0: That's fair. So, so continue. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I am sorry i am going to do not want to cut you up, but I think you're going the same direction. Continue. I think you.
1: No, because I was going to I actually just found an article about, there's a county in Ohio, Coshocton County, kind of like central Ohio, yeah. that they already have, um, let's see, what's it called here? It's called an armed staff response team. And this is what, uh, so a parent said that, I think it's great, I just want the kids to be safe, and as a parent I feel much safer knowing my kids are protected by the teachers here in the school. And the superintendent said the process began two and a half years ago, um, and that this is what he said. We did a selection process. They went away to intense training. They got their concealed carries. We did a selection between them and us of the right teacher, the right fit, and we work with them on a constant basis. Um, and actually, the sheriff said that. That's so cool. but I don't know, I'm with Ty. it's a it's a very slippery slope, but I went to a high school where we always had, Two police officers. We only had
2: one at ours. Yeah, was say, he, he, he's, at he was only in our school because he shot himself in the foot. So um, <laughs> that's not. He what got I just beat up said. by a girl once. So <laughs> that's we, not we, what I was just. We're thought. not. Yeah, we, no. we we weren't too worried about him. I'm not gonna throw his <laughs> name out there, but we weren't too worried about him. Um,
0: uh, we had one as well. Just one. Well, we had three security guards and then one police officer that would visit. Oh, our it's
2: lit. Our See, hospital. here's my thing. My school wouldn't allow security guards, even though we had that one cop. He was friendly or whatever. But like, he you would, didn't have security guards at all. No, we did have security guards at our school, and it's because the parents felt like it was it was too like. Tough, it made, like, it'd be too. Environment yeah, kind of it would be too tough on our mental like state to have to see security
0: like almost like you're in jail. Be, yeah, like roaming in the, the halls. Yeah. So
2: there's like you know for you know for mental clarity like we feel like that you know and there's a lot of school districts that are like that like that's why a lot of school districts don't have metal detectors and I, I, I'm one of those people I'm pushing for first of all metal detectors and every at every entrance I mean I th- I think that will do a lot I know it slows up the process into getting to school or whatever but I mean. I think in the long run, I mean, taxpayers' dollars are probably gonna—they're probably gonna bitch and moan about that all the time. But, but I mean,
0: but at the risk of our safety. Exactly, our kids, but so but you, my, you, you know
2: it, it all comes down to sense with the C, um, with people sometimes. Plus,
1: it's just that anything you do is gonna make someone unhappy.
2: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, another thing I thought of is why don't you have. A literal like local law enforcement program like with so like say we're we're in camp right now all right? Mm-hmm. so camp pd works with all the schools and they literally like it's become, create new jobs so this comes an entry-level job where you train cadets and cadets start off protecting schools and that's this is like a stepping stone to working up mm-hmm. to be a good cop you know saying? being a you know on patrol cop you're know saying so, so you're saying
0: not police officers, but they're like the only the, people they're doing their is their, their
2: job the is to protect school. the schools so okay. so so now you now you have you are they, have,
0: like are they full on
1: full-fledged cops yeah yeah the, yeah, the um, yeah they go through the training they're full-fledged they're cops all the other but stuff. their,
2: their entry level yeah. jobs are to protect the schools and that becomes it first of all it might create new jobs first and foremost that's overshooting here cuz once again taxpayers dollars but um you, you start them there and then they're doing you know they do well there they're they're not fighting kids or pulling guns out on kids mm. now we, i i think that also might Take out some more cops that feel like they aren't ready for actual duty, like, yeah, real on, patrol. Like crime
1: and I feel that. I, I like that idea. With my school, we always had two cops there, but it was never the same two cops. They rotated all week. Yeah. And that way, everyone on the force, like, spent, whether it was like, I think they rotated halfway through the day. So, spent, like, f- at least four hours a week in the school. And then we knew them.
2: That that's, and yeah, they that's,
1: knew us so like when if you would see a police off op- like they would at least recognize you or be like, okay Yeah, I know what's up. I know who these kids are like they go to this school and that made me feel more secure Like I don't know how I would feel about armed staff, but I felt good having police officers yeah, in Yeah, because
2: you're supposed to tr- trust yeah. Yeah. Th- secu- the cop
1: We had security guards too, and they were just chill people like they were super cool and if a fight broke out they and they pretty much just broke up the fight.
0: That's yeah. why we had security guards. So yeah, they, the, the cops. It like, wasn't, in my school would be more serious. Oh no, kind no, of we
2: thing. we had we had wrestling coaches and, uh, and yeah, right. that's right Ma- Male teaching staff. They 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 were waiting for a fight to put someone in suit. But that's yeah. dangerous
1: yeah. too because you get sued as yeah. a teacher. Whereas like if you're a security guard, that is literally in your job description mm-hmm. to like break up. A yeah. But so it's tricky, man. Like especially when you put weapons in a school. Like mm-hmm. who is gonna be that person?
2: Uh, I mean I don't know. It just sounds weird to me to for you know. Think about in college, you know, you, 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 got, a, you got a man or a woman, go, you know, pursuing an education degree, like do, do they add a course in college, uh, defend yourself one-on-one, uh, CCW classes, like does that become a part of the, the college curriculum?
1: I don't think CCW should be, but I, I do think CCW, if for people that don't know, concealed carry classes are like very informative, it's very intense training about the, resu- it's almost like, I just feel weird comparing it to this but almost the way that like a martial art Mm. will teach you one of the first things they teach you is like discipline and okay now that you understand how to beat somebody's ass the last thing you want to do is beat somebody's ass like you don't want to use this to get into a fight on the street when my dad got his ccw he told me that the amount of time that the lead the, the instructor spent explaining to him like look this is not a stand-your-ground state. Right. The last thing you ever want to do is pull your gun out on somebody because you will go to jail. You will be sued. Like Just because you have this doesn't mean that you can use it. Right. So,
0: so it's training on how to use it, but more importantly, when not to. How, how you yeah, can I, th-
1: I think that's a very important part that's of cool. gun safety. Mm-hmm. Is gun safety, Right. Well, you know?
0: Can we circle back to the, yeah, to please. the uh, you know, limitations on like the screening and how people get acquired guns? Gives that the New York Times article about in light of the Parkland shootings, they up the age of past. The Florida bill was raising the age of who can buy a gun.
1: For people who don't know, there's like a big push out there to, to change legislation for, for gun rights and um, gun legislation at the federal level, but more often than not, change happens at the state level. Mm-hmm. Florida passed their own bill, so things are changing. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get an assault rifle, the age, the minimum age used to be 18, it's now 21.
0: Right, that's good. So, the shooter, I'm not going to throw his name because I really don't care about him. Fuck him. 19 years old when he purchased it, though. Bitch ass. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) From here on forth, he'll be referred to as bitch ass. All right, so bitch ass was 19. (laughs) (laughs) 19. Bitch ass was 19 uh, when he purchased it. Um, But say he was a little bit older, he wouldn't be able to have access to that. You have to be 21 to drink alcohol and... Some states where marijuana is legal, you have to be 21 to purchase it. Fucking rent a car. Gun, like, rent a car. You know, there's limitations on getting all things. Yeah, like way. I'm not
2: responsible enough to rent a car, but I'm I'm responsible enough to to, to hold a, a you know uh, you know an AR. You know, which yeah.
1: and I don't want to get in the military conversation either. But come on, you
2: know, 18 yeah, year old kids. I'm right. so old enough to go to war for you, but I'm not I'm not I'm not old enough to. But we're
0: in the states, to, though. That's yeah, the whole thing. To, to rent not, a car, we're on we're on on, we're on the stage. We're not in in war. We're on the ground. You know, we're surrounded by our are civilians. You know? Hey, right. for some kids, right. like every yeah, day's a yeah. war. That's real. That's real. That is real.
1: But they did, yeah. They That's did fun. absolutely change the uh, the the age that you have to be. There's a lot of other stuff they changed too. Um, they created a bigger waiting period.
2: Mm. That's important. Mhm.
1: So that you can't just get one. Not tomorrow.
2: like, cause I think the thing that got me on this last school shooting was that there were warning signs. Like people warned the government about him, and they.
0: Right. Yeah, this kid was actually on the YouTube was, and stuff like that. Was, like, at a, at a point, there was a point where he wasn't allowed to bring a backpack to school. He was he was forced to carry his books into school. Um, the right, school right, actually right. ordered him like he was not allowed to carry it back. But still, he that was aside from the point, he was able to get a gun and bring that. To school that's or what, or that's what I'm saying. Them, like, you know?
2: even even things like this, like sh- like when you go to buy a gun, like if, if kids trouble in school, there should be a database to where it's like, hey, like you should be careful. There's some telltale signs about this kid, like. You know, it's different between, like, you know, jacking around in class and, like, just talking, you know, just talking a lot. Yeah, and know. then this kid can't wear a backpack to school because we he's sketchy. We don't he's know. What, we that don't, was really what you I'm know. saying. Like, we don't know he's going to, like, uh, this kid's sketchy. We probably shouldn't let him have a gun. Yeah. All right, so. Have,
0: uh, go ahead. I was going to ask if you guys had programs in school for, like, troubled kids. like that. I, I don't I know. know. I wasn't I a know. troubled kid. I, I don't mean, know. Real. We did. I mean, it was, like, kind of like uh in-school, in, in like, delinquent center kind of a thing. Uh, where, like, well, ser- what do you mean? Like, the kids that were, like, not... We oh, had we like fuck around in class. I kind of we had like an in-school suspension. No, 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 Well, similar to that, but there's a sense of like they wouldn't go to regular classes. The only thing they went to was. Oh uh, no! Nah, your school's trying to create school shooters, dog. Well, no, that was the thing. Well, there's they would just let these you, kids just work out and shit and just. Oh, they were lifting <laughs> to <them>. oh, what? <laughs> You guys had prison in your school? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> have,
2: you guys like you had like a little prison <laughs> going on in there, bro. Joking, They're no. in the media center pumping iron. Yeah. Ah. They were making yeah. wine in the toilet, bro. Like, what kind of high school? Like, how'd they get their diploma? I'm not going
0: to throw this kid's name out. I'm not going to throw his name, but his, his, his initial was T. Oh, not you, but his name was T. Um, but he stopped. You start fucking around in class, and there was a point they're like, all right, we can't. He don't want to listen to the, the teachers. You don't want to listen to he the was six,
1: five, two, eight, <laughs> He was 6'5", 280. He was a he big was, kid. Pure muscle. He was a big kid.
0: Pure muscle. So we're man. like, all right, let's just separate him from other students and just make him go to that class. I don't know. I, I don't know if that, like you said, if you, you're breeding a, like a troublesome character or if you're really helping this person. I, I'm just
2: saying, like, w- when you send a... Uh, most prisoners, when they when they go to solitary confinement for thirty days, they don't come out human.
0: Well, that was the thing, bro. He wasn't. He wasn't it, like he went to lunch or one, but like he went to this. Like he his class. You're
2: was you're there. putting him in that mindset at, right. at a young age. He wasn't
0: the only one though. There was like I know, but but, broken...
2: th- but that's my problem with that. You're putting them in that mindset at a young age. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I don't know if you ever had a conversation with a person that's been in solitary confinement no. in a prison. Thankfully, not. Yep. <laughs> They're not the same
0: human. I believe that. I believe that. That's there's a whole mental. Well, story. And, but it so those, those programs them, are bad. The single out a child when he's at his most troublesome, how do you nip that in the bud from stopping from becoming that school shooter? Though?
1: That's a good question. Well, so another thing that this Florida bill did was it expanded the mental health services yeah. in schools. And so I'm looking at it right now. It's also going to allow, Ty, like you said, like you should be able to take a gun away from someone who's a threat, who you have identified. It's going to allow police to temporarily take someone's guns away from anyone who's subject to uh, – Like involuntary psychiatric evaluation. So, anybody who has been flagged and said you have to go see a psychiatrist, you have to go get a mental health check, it gives the police a chance to go take their guns away at least for a period of time where they can evaluate. That's fair. So, that's cool. They're setting money aside for that. They're also setting money aside to arm staff, which people are not happy about. Um, so we talked about that, but they're saying between that and school security, they're gonna they're gonna increase funding by about 70 million mm-hmm. statewide. So they're really going after that. I think as far as intervening with kids, it's hard because as a teacher, your job is to teach students, and if you have one student that just makes it impossible for you to do your job, you can get so frustrated so quickly. Right. And you're like, wow, I didn't get anything done. But you still do owe something to that student and to make sure that they're engaged and involved in your class That they're engaged with other students. Like I think half the battle of school is just being around other kids
0: Definitely.
1: You know you have to learn social skills
0: mm.
1: you, and, and absent of any like Absent of any mental health problems or school shooters or whatever even like I have some cousins that are homeschooled and they're cool people and they were homeschooled until high school
0: mm.
1: And they don't have the best social skills like they had to relearn that all this stuff that you take for granted that you learn all as, as a kid you learn in elementary school middle school like it's little cues how to play nice with people mm-hmm. how to say hello to someone and like listen to them so that stuff's all very important you can't just lock a kid up in in school prison
0: maybe that's a part of it though maybe that there is a level that's just about educating students about how to behave with one another maybe i think it's that's just big. like i mean that goes without saying as a teacher but maybe there should be more of a focus on hey if you see this person has more of an outcast we shouldn't treat them more of an outcast (sighs) we shouldn't be bullying bullying social i mean
2: it comes it comes down to i think as a country as a whole we are trying to provide certain assets to kids too late like Diversity training, bro. Mm-hmm. You yeah. kids don't get that till college. Yeah, they don't get in and, and it's optional in college Don't get me wrong, but they don't you know what I'm saying they don't offer diver, diversity training personal and, finance you know what I'm oh, saying yeah. personal finance. Yeah. So I, I as like, was like, you you're waiting to see these kids are 18 to give them the keys to, to learn how to live and By then they're they're either already so troubled or you know so set in their ways that it, it's gonna be hard to really reverse that I think, I think those diversity trainings and, and all those positions you, you have at colleges to, to provide these opportunities for people to learn more about others...
0: It should be instilled at, like, a lower level? Yes.
2: It should, it should be. It should start in middle school, I believe. Because now these kids are old enough to understand what's going on. and Well, not completely going on, but they're old enough to understand the world a little bit better and grasp it. And I, I think if you start expanding their mind to, like, hey, it's more than, like in sixth grade, if you told me, like, there's more to life outside of Warren, Ohio, like, you know I'm saying? Hard I, I it's hard would, to grow. I would not understand. I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about? You know I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, this is everyday life. This is everyday life for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a completely different world out there. You know what right. I'm saying? But you but don't you have to have, educate those kids. Yeah, exactly. Kids. Yeah. I, I think, th- you know, it comes down to that. Like, mm-hmm. gun violence, you know, all that stuff. Because it, it it teaches kids other ways to, to cope with things, first and foremost.
0: Be compassionate. Be compassionate. Yeah, be compassionate. Okay. Understanding, understand. understanding of one
2: another. You know what I'm saying? And I think if First and foremost, if we all become understanding of one another a lot better, I think school shootings will go down. That's the key. Because I, I think nine times out of ten, school shootings come from one kid felt like the rest of the world didn't understand him and he had to make a point that's to that, be seen. That's it. That's he or it. she had to make a point to be seen. I'm not going to. Yeah.
0: Hey, can I, I'm going to tell the bagels and locks story real quick because that that's directly followed off your point about treating kids right. So this was my... Eighth, summer, summer of eighth grade, going into freshman year of high school, and they have a program called Bagels and Locks, Where you go there, they have bagels, and you can go check out your lockers and shit like that. Um, but I remember there was like uh, almost like an Amber Alert that went out for a student in our grade. His name was Andrew. Use uh, last names, whatever. Um, but he was kind of like you know one of the nerdy kids. Like I, I, I'm, I'm speaking from the same point of view. I was definitely not a cool kid in high school, so I knew of this kid. Um, but he went missing, and like I remember people joking and like throughout the grade like that same day everyone's like so walking around the locker and stuff like that and we all get amber we're like well we all know that this kid's missing or not but no one really gave a shit people were making jokes like oh god probably killed himself or whatever and stuff like that and i was like oh if you would have this kid was hearing any of this stuff he would be upset i feel like he would be upset whatever drove him turns out this kid was hiding in his uh house he didn't want to go to school he was just like i don't want to be but for a kid to have to feel like that, I mean, exactly. That's terrible. how it starts. It's, it's terrible. A, you know it's what I'm saying? Exactly. Sometimes though, that's how yeah. it starts, though. Fortunately, that's what I'm saying. Fortunately, this kid grew and he started. He did eventually find a friend group and he became like a cool yeah. person, and stuff like that. But that's a key hotbed for creating a monster. You know what I'm saying? Like a situation like that could bloom into something terrible. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, so obviously there was a a big national protest with students. The whole walkout yeah. day, right? Last yeah. this past Wednesday. Um, which I think was the 14th, um, s- students all over the country walked out of classes for 17, 17 minutes, minutes yeah. in honor of the 17 people that were killed in the Stoneman Douglas shooting. All right. They, there were ideas to respond to that from people who did not support the protest with walk up, not out. And the idea being walk up to someone who's an outcast, walk up to someone who's being bullied yeah. to prevent them from becoming a school shooter. And there were some really good articles out there written... Um, one specifically that I read where this kid was like, look, I know I'm weird. Please don't walk up to me with a fake ass smile, like concerned that I'm going to shoot you. Like, that's, fu- that's even more weird. I know you don't give a shit about me. You're just worried that, like, if I brought a gun to school, would you be on my list? Like, he had people yeah. legit come up to him and say, hey, bro, if you if you shot the school up, like, you wouldn't kill me, right? Like, you know, we're cool, right? We'd be cool, right? We're, yeah. We're cool, sense. right? But he didn't uh, say that. He was like, you wouldn't shoot me, right? What the fuck? And wild. he was like, yeah, like, he had to go in, tell the principal to stop. His mother had to come in, tell the principal to stop. And he was like, yeah, if you were trying to, like, avoid a school shooter, like, you did the exact opposite. You made me feel so isolated because you singled me out. Yeah. So, like, in my high school, we didn't, you, you know, you asked if I had any experience with it. No, but we did have a lot of suicides. We had a lot of suicides at my school. Mm-hmm. And most of them were bullying related. Mm-hmm. So what they started doing, part of it was when I was in middle school and then at the beginning of my time in high school. What they did by the time I was a junior is they had anti-bullying training. And they picked out key kids to do it. I was a captain on my sports team, my football team. So they put me in there. And I didn't have to engage with kids that I thought were a threat. But I learned... First of all, dude, I learned that I was bullying kids low-key. And I didn't even realize it. Like, shit that I just thought was funny. Like, I realized, oh, that's fucking mean, It could dude. be hurtful. Yeah, it could be hurtful. And so then the idea was these kids will teach their peers to not do it as much. Stuff like that, I feel like, is more effective... Then walking up to a fucking kid and going Saying, like, Hey man, hey buddy, how you? Are, is, is everything, everything cool? cool? <laughs> yeah. are, you <laughs> are you good?
2: On a scale of one to ten, what's your mental state? Are you a happy face yep. or a frowny face? <laughs> <What's>,
0: <laughs> you might as well hold up the poster with the frowny face. <laughs> <happy> face. <laughs> what's Just the cross the hall. What's the last video game you played? Sad? Bro? Thumbs, up, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs Let down. Let me call my mom real quick. Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey mom, uh, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm saying, bro, you can make the kid feel terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I mean, that's just... It, it blows my mind that they would just single kids out like that. Yeah. And that they would, like, that that school districts would have an issue with, like, high school kids being politically active and walking out to honor, to honor... First of all, to honor these kids that died. But then also to say, no, we want change. Yeah, these a couple
2: Yeah. these kids were getting threatened. like hey. A lot of schools were on board. Yeah, know? a lot of schools were on board. But there's some schools that are like, hey, like we're not with this. And they're threatening kids. I'm like... I was like that you're part of the problem for throwing these kids yeah. for, for wanting to voice their opinion. Like right. these kids deserve to voice their opinion, but I don't think also this matter comes down to like especially like with training your kids and I you know and whatnot. I
0: said it in the show before, parenting. Thank parenting you, thank you. Parenting. parenting most certainly. Parenting. One more time for the people. Parenting. Is that-
2: it's key. Nah, it's, it's not going to be the phrase. <laughs> it's not going to be the It's not going to be the phrase. It's not gonna be phrase. We, 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 we've already been through that. But, like, seriously, like, parenting, come, it, like, a lot of what your child portrays to this world or does in this world comes down to parenting. Like, if you're a parent and you see something's wrong, address it. I mean, it's,
0: don't give me all this. Give off. a shit about your kids. Yeah. Oh, say that again, Katie. Give a shit about
2: give a shit, shit about, about your kids. kids that's the phrase that's, that's the phrase of the show that, hey, give is a shit about your kids i like that And all, all honesty give a shit about your kids
0: you're an adult you're busy life happens work
2: i understand life. but but you decide to keep your child and, and have your child it's you know your child's here their opinion matters mm-hmm. their you know their emotional state matters no. and if you don't if you don't take care of that at home mm-hmm. don't expect someone at school or in the world to take care of it for you
1: i do think a lot of school officials have a hard time with that like They understand our job is to teach your kid. Our job is not to parent your kid. Yeah. You need to be doing that. And if you're a first-time parent or if you just feel like you don't know what you're doing, if you're... Ask for help. Ask for help, bro. If you're learning how to be a parent, that's fine. But these kids are learning how to be human beings and you can work with them. Even if you don't have the answer, like, help your kids think about shit. Think critically about shit. If they have questions about gun laws, you don't have to have the answers. But instead of just saying, like, ah, don't worry about it, look stuff up with them like learn together, together. like together. that's so key to being a parent. Just I think that was one of the greatest together.
2: things. I you know, I was born from a young mother. My mom had me when she was 17 and the biggest thing about my mom my mom's and relationship we didn't we didn't always see eye to eye but we grew up together. Right. And that's that and I'm be honest like I you know, I had some trouble times in my life, you know, been bullied whatever, you know what I'm saying, I never thought about shooting up school not because I I you know, I really didn't like hate those kids that much, but because my mom my mom taught me better, first and right. foremost. Yeah. And if I started shooting up to school, I'm sorry. You wouldn't send cops in there after. You send my mom and yeah. uh, trust me, she's gonna drag me out. Um <laughs> 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 Trust me, my mom's gonna drag me out that Mama thing. Not to mess with yeah, my mom know. yeah, my mom my mom would drag me out that thing. Right. So um but it comes down to parenting. Like I would never think of shooting up to school because my mom just taught me like mm-hmm. that's a hell no. Yeah. Like passion. Yeah. Passion. I don't care that, how mad you are, but Yeah, exactly. There's people
0: at the end of the day. Yeah, like, exactly
2: you're saying like like, cause you're having a bad day. Don't you know? Don't don't fuck up everybody else's day.
0: That's so real. You know what I'm saying? That's
2: like, so, real. so if you're gonna be lazy and not take care of your children's emotional states or whatever,
0: that's what's gonna happen. Man.
2: Reach out for help. And I and and for some parents who have money, it's more than just sending your child off to a counselor that can't share anything they they fucking talk about to you because you still don't know what's going on. So you need to send them to a counselor to get out some of the shit that that they're too afraid to tell you. But then you need to sit down and talk to them after the counselor.
1: About whatever they're willing to talk about. At that point, just to let them know,
2: like, look, I'm still here for you. Exactly. And you'll be surprised at what comes out naturally. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, the kid will let out more than, than they originally intended because you're willing to listen. So parents, go home and listen, talk, engage. One, bring, bring up tough conversations
1: one thing that my dad used to do two things that my dad used to do when i was really pissed off i used to have pretty heavy anger problems when i was young is i would sit in my room and fester right and just just become more aggressive and more and more and more mad and then i would get anxious because i think my dad was going to come home and beat my ass because i was a bad kid and he would come up and he understood me so he would come up with a little plate of grapes and he would just give me grapes I would eat them and calm down and he would be like just talk to me bro and sometimes I wouldn't talk to him but I would just eat the grapes and I would feel better. The other thing he would do is sometimes when he could tell that something especially as I got older like high school age and he could tell that there was stuff that I didn't want to talk to him about but I didn't know about he would just take me in the car and we would go drive somewhere he'd be like hey I need to go to the store come with me and he wouldn't put any music on or anything he would just sit there in silence. And it let me know, like, again, a lot of times I didn't talk to him, but it let me know that he was there if I needed it, like, needed to talk to him. And then sometimes I would just be like, I would break the silence because I felt awkward and would just be like, yeah, so, like, this is what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah. And he took me out of my house, like, away from my brother and sister, away from my mom. Like, he just let me be a person in a car.
2: You'd be surprised. You know, my, I do. I deal with my brother from time to time. My brother and I... We're we're a little different. We're, there's an age gap between us. He's 12 now. I, I was his age when he was born. So 12 year difference, you know, in, in between the two of us. And you know, a kid pulled a knife on my brother. At you know, mm-hmm. at school. You know, at school. Um, you know, so they they had like a little back and forth. But you know, a kid pulled a knife on my brother, and I I didn't grasp how real the situation was because when it first happened, like I didn't think much of it. And then now, as the shootings and stuff are you know are happening, I'm you know it's it's weighing on my mind a, a little bit heavier. But you know. My brother's tried to forgive this kid. My brother has, you know, tried to be cool, and, you know, the kid keeps pushing my brother. And, you know, my mom and I tr- teach my brother to deal with things in different ways. And I don't—that's another thing. You you can't overstep on the other person. Like, you know, they can take advice from other people. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But with my brother, sometimes, I'll, you know, I, ha- I had a busy work schedule at times. So when I was with my brother, either I wait till they're all at the house, and, I'm, you know, I'm cleaning, and, like, I'm like, hey, c- clean this up, and— I'll gradually bring some stuff up, or, about, or yeah, gosh,
0: where he's playing video games or something like that.
2: i gradually bring okay. stuff, or like, hey, you want me to get food? Mm-hmm. I take him go get food, and you know, we're driving for a minute, and you know, I'll bring some stuff up. Hey, how's this going? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm I want to get to a specific question, but I'll never ask that specific question. I'm mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm I'm asking around it, yeah. and. I'm seeing what he's gonna tell me. And, then, and sometimes like if I know what's really troubling him, I ask him that question, and you know, his response sometimes like let you know, even though he didn't say it, his response sometimes like, lets me know how he feels about it. Right. And I pressure him about it a little bit more. Like I don't he's yeah, sure. not hardcore pressure, but I'm like, hey,
0: but his being today? You just his nudge voice. him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I you know,
2: so I I'm I'm slowly knocking that down. And pretty much moral of the story, the power of a long car ride yeah. goes way further than you think
0: testament what you're saying starts with the conversation man it's yeah this prevents the worst it starts with the touch with the talk because you just have to talk to people
1: who you disagree with to understand where they're coming from and so that they understand where you're coming from and if you notice like all the shit that we've said so far we're not telling you what you should think we're telling you what we think and we're opening the discussion we're opening the conversation, so just continue to have those. Because the minute that you stop talking about stuff, it dies. That's what happened with Sandy Hook.
2: Then it happens again.
1: Exactly, yeah. it died. It happened again. We're talking about it now. Let's continue to talk about
2: it. Yeah, yeah I mean, and you know, push for change. Just push for change. Uh, like, like I said, I don't think there is a correct answer. But you know, everything in this world comes down to trial and error, and like we, we mm-hmm. just have to start somewhere. Yeah, we have to start somewhere. You know, because clearly we've got the error. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that whole lot of error, Clearly. but you know, um, lack of trials, I think, ha- have caused more errors, so, I, I mean, just try to be better people out in this world, you know,
0: kids to the, to the youth out there, hang in there, I know it's a crazy it's world, tough. it's a crazy world, I know it's overwhelming, but hang in there, yo, i like, for your, your, your little brother, but my sister too, bro, like, she told me, she was terrified, I asked her what she thought about the whole, uh, you know, everything that's going on in the media, and she was like I'm scared when like we have fire drills and we have to go outside I was like where well, everyone's outside and stuff like that we're all exposed I hate the fact that she has to think like that yeah I you mean know. I hate, it's a scary world but yeah. I like telling her I'm like you can't let fear control you yeah you know? I know it's crazy but as long as we're talking about it, we have somewhat control. You exactly, know. and this goes
2: outside of also the school realm too. Because I'm be honest, that's, that fear your sister have, I have that fear at movie theaters, like like scary it movies is. and stuff like that. It I don't is. go to opening day on scary movies because I have this fear that like, and I've always had like even before school shootings. I don't want to say it became popular, but like I used to always have this dream when I was in high school. Um, it's really fucked up because I I had watched uh, Batman and like. Joker or whatever, like, you know, the 90s movie. Hey, yeah, yeah. you know, Joker had the real fucked up, like, makeup or whatever and always had this dream. Like, this was a repetitive dream and I used to get freaked out in our lunchroom because we had this wide open lunchroom that all the lights in our lunchroom would shut off and then some weird, hardcore rock music would play and then you'd hear some engines revving and then you'd see people running in with their face painted and shoot up our lunchroom. Like, I used to have this dream all the time to the point like where, like, where our lunchroom's door open, my heart would, you know what I'm saying, my heart would drop. Like, I, I don't... I had no reason to, to think this whatsoever. Dude, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's like, but also
0: like, part sad reality in today's world. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, like it, it, it
2: happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it happens. So just, you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Your kids might be having fucked up thoughts and dreams about stuff like that too. You know, talk to them. Talk to talk them, them talk talk
0: about to it. Them, yeah, uh, movie theater
1: man. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon, you get sketched out about movie theater. I get. Bro.
0: I get real we sketched we out about movie the theaters. Thor Ragnarok. All right, we had totally different. Idea. <laughs> oh. Uh, we saw Thor Ragnarok couple months ago when it came out and it was just weird it was it was a kind of a small theater set. We it was went a f- very small what, it was like a, a random night too what yeah was, it was a mean? couple
1: weeks after it had, uh come out yeah so there was
0: a couple like a little couple there myself regis and then our other friend mike and then you know we sat through i want to say maybe like 40 minutes into this movie and then two dudes pulled up and they they entered the movie a little late they like
1: scrambled they in
0: scrambling you get to a movie late i get that i understand could be weird like that um, but then after that their third friend arrived like maybe 15 minutes later so people arrived to movies like I understand they sat directly behind us and I don't know what it was these guys just gave me off the most sketchy feeling you know and I this level of paranoia kind of consumed me and, and no one said anything I was sitting there they were making weird noises they were like rubbing like this, jeans like, there was like like the routine. whole movie yeah the whole movie they were like rubbing their jeans there's a whole bunch of weird friction they were making noises. They got, like, you know, r- ruffling their belts and whatnot. It was just really it sketchy. Was weird. And there's not that many people in the theater. I'm like, if there was something that, like, to go down, like, there's nothing we could do kind of a thing. The, the theater was empty other than the people were there. Yeah. So, but the, the fact that my mind was played like that, I hate, like you said, sitting yeah. in the theater and thinking, shit, is this, is this going to be
2: it? it ha- listen, so. it happened to me at Walmart. I was I was at Walmart uh, a few weeks ago, and the power went out. Like, it was it was like a, a bit of a snowstorm. The power went out, and we're, we're back there in, like, the milk section, and... Near the milk section, there's another aisle, and then there's, like, an employee, like, you know, stock room or whatever. So, we're, st- and, you know, standing there, and everyone's looking around like, what the fuck just happened or whatever, and then, I'm, s- I'm sorry to say it, but it was, like, three gothic-looking kids that work at Walmart, all kind of, like, you see one guy that goes in- go into the back room, but then you see three other kids just rushing to the back room, and then they all come out at the same time, and I was like... Hell no! I was like, my black <laughs> ass was gone. I left everyone with me. I was, I started walking the other way. I was like, I was like, I I, gotta go. I know something sketchy when I see it, and I was like, that was sketchy as fuck.
0: That's it, bro. But why? I hate that we have to have this paranoia. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, we can't let that consume us, control us. But the reality is, you don't know. You well, don't know. man.
1: That's another thing that schools can do. It's cool that you can set money aside for security and to arm staff or whatever. But you know what else you could do? And some schools are taking it upon themselves. Some teachers are taking it upon themselves to teach kids to meditate, to teach kids to like give them quiet time, like quiet time where they can just deal with their anxieties. Like think about how much anxiety you had as a teenager, so much. And you know, again, to deal with it. You know? dude, like how do you handle that? Even as a, even as an adult, that's a hard thing to learn. Like, that's just, that's something that's almost impossible, is to learn how to deal with your fears. So, if we teach kids that at a young age, not only will it help the kids who are afraid of going to class, it'll help the kids who are going to be potential school shooters deal with their problems in a way where they don't feel like they have to grip a fucking gun and just pop somebody.
2: Yeah. Even, even it comes down to, like, teachers that care, if they want to stay after school for an extra hour and just just talk to the kids, like, hey, if you have something you need to let off, like... Just come talk to me. Like you know what I'm saying, like I, I'm. Still, I I'm, I love those teachers. You know Those saying? teachers. I, I, well, those no, are cool. No, two
0: or three teachers that were like, yo, they were bullshit. They should, they should like, legit
2: you know, make a group. It's like, hey, like if you have an issue, and, like you want to talk one on one, almost like you know how how like Catholics go talk to the priest. You know, what I'm saying you sit you sit in the box and you, you kind of just let out your. You, you <laughs> sit in the box. <laughs> yeah. you kind of sit in that box and kind of <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, let right, you know what I'm right. saying not not that extreme, but like you'm know saying, it's just a
1: free time to talk to yeah. someone without without repercussion of worrying about like, oh shit. like Think about if you're a kid and you have a drug problem, how scared you are because you're afraid that you're gonna get in trouble for the drugs instead of actually finding help. Like so many people do yeah. with that.
2: And, and it only builds to the addiction at that point because exactly. you're so worried about getting in trouble about the drugs that you turn to the drug you, even more to cope with more. that yeah. and it builds on top of it because now you know you're doing something wrong but then you don't want to let down this group of people and now that's giving you anxiety. So to add on top of that, you're you're doing drugs to ignore that, and it just it's building the problem.
1: Yeah. And that's how a lot of this stuff is with anger and anxiety and depression. It just builds and builds and builds. Yeah. There's this woman that I'm friends with on Facebook. I taught her son. Her son's a senior right now in high school. I taught him in like a summer camp program, like a writing program. He's a rad kid. He's just super cool. And she posted on Facebook that there's a uh, a social studies teacher at the high school. Who came, into, who came into the class and he was like, yeah, like, I've been pushing for this for years and the school's not going to do anything about it, so fuck it. Today, all we're talking about is, like, how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with depression. Yeah. We're going to train you. So, he took it upon himself to say, if the school's not going to allocate resources to this, I'm going to give up. fuck, fuck that, yeah. whatever we had on the agenda Man, for today. I'm going to
0: take care of the jam, yeah Yeah.
1: And that's cool, but it's only one day. Why can't you have an elective where that's one of the things that you learn?
2: There should be a hell of a lot more electives in public schools. I'm just saying. Teach kids about taxes. Life uh, school I, classes should be a lot better than what they are. But that's a, that's a topic for another day. No, I'll
0: say, okay. like, ask you, you a question that, They quick. added that in my school. But like my, cool. sister, my sister is in class like that now, but they had that shit after I hired her My yeah. life school
2: class taught me how to sew a pillow together and yeah, I made a pillow. make some icing
0: fuck out of here that's our whole way like home ec or some shit like that yeah. basically
2: my
1: home ec was a third of the year so you only took it for a third of the year and i learned how to sew a pillow yep i learned how to make a granola bar which i haven't done since yes um, icing uh yeah, yeah icing. i made uh spaghetti but i was sick that day so i had to make it home on my. we principal. also made red lobster uh,
2: biscuits inside. Oh, that's oh, that, we You yeah. made those, but like that it taught me nothing about life. So <laughs> let me ask you this, bro. I'm be honest. Can't pay taxes. I like the coo- I like the cooking part. I'm yeah. glad yeah. I yeah. learned how to cook. Yeah, that was cool. But right. I don't yeah. need to know how to make icing. Um, I
1: need to know how to apply for yeah. a
2: fucking. Life. Hey, it was it was I like know it was how how like buy like
1: the... a fucking egg, dude. Like, <laughs> teach me that. Yeah. Let me ask you this, bro. Like, I get that we need science classes. But why do you need to teach me about like the helios or the excuse me the geocentric model? If I know for a fact, all right, bro, the earth is not the center of the universe. You don't need to teach me about the history of it. Like, I get it. Why are we talking about this? Teach me something, especially if it's a matter of like, we can only do, we only have 180 days. Well, then I don't really give a shit what people used to think. Teach me what we
2: do think. Yeah. I think, yeah, we need to teach kids more useful skills. Right. In order to enter this real world. And maybe if you teach these kids real world skills in public schools growing up, They'll be able to process and hold a gun better at the age of 18. I don't know. It's a weird thought. Um, that was a weird thought. We were dipping into uh, education, uh, though. We were,
1: we're
2: yeah. a a <laughs> too smart right there. Uh, yeah, good... it, it, was, it was a weird thought. Was... Tum it down, Ty. Tum it down. It was almost like common sense. I don't know. It was fucking <laughs> um, weird, but this has been a fun show. I would say, yeah, that's pretty Give much. a fuck about your kids. Hold on, Do better. Me.
1: I want to, to throw out one website that everyone should go to. If you're actually interested in gun laws, go to this website called EveryTownResearch.org. And it's a website that breaks down because so many gun laws are at the state level. It'll tell you exactly what your laws are in your state compared to other states. Oh, dope. It's sick, bro, because you can actually look at it and realize like, oh, my state's fucking up. And then you can petition your state, which is what Florida did. And that's how they got shit done. So it's called EveryTownResearch.org. All right.
2: Say that hey, one more time
1: Everytownresearch.org And you can pick as many states as you want To look at the laws side by side Or you can look at it as a country And just go issue by issue So for example like You can look at stuff related to background checks And how that applies to getting a gun Criminals, how they can get guns Domestic violence, drug and alcohol The mental illness stuff I thought was very interesting Because a lot of states are on board But a lot are not You can look at the difference between minimum ages in different states. So check that out, everytownresearch.org. It's worth it because I think a lot of people just don't understand what the gun laws are. I don't understand what they all are. So check that out. Educate yourselves. Hang in there. It's a pretty easy website to look at.
2: Yep. All right, do better things. Wait,
1: should we shout out the victims of the shooting?
0: Yes. Go for it.
1: All right, I'm going to run through real quick and just I want everyone to understand what actually happened that day. These are the people that lost their lives. Alyssa Aldef was 14 years old. Martin Duke was 14. Nicholas Dwarrett was 17. Jamie Gutenberg was 14. Luke Hoyer was 15. Kara Loughran was 14. Gina Montalto was 14. Joaquin Oliver was 17. Elena Petty was 14. Meadow Pollock was 18. Helena Ramsey, 17 years old. Alex Schachter, 14. Carmen Schentrup, 16. Peter Wang was 15. And then the three staff members, Scott Beagle, 35, Aaron Feist, 37, and Chris Hickson, 49. These are the actual real life people that died. This isn't something abstract we're talking about. These are real kids in real lives and it could just as easily be the high school in whatever town you're at.
2: Exactly. And I'm glad you mentioned the uh, teachers, because the teachers are at risk too. And I think I think we kinda ignored that fact. So not even focusing on the students. Hey, those teachers could be parents, you know, someone's aunt, uncle, dad, you know, brother, mother, you know, sister. They're at risk too. You know what I'm saying? And that that's scary if, if you're a parent and you have a child that that's trying to obtain you know an education degree they're at risk just as well
0: all in all god rest their souls though yeah and and
1: prayers out to the families too man because i I can't even imagine what they're going through right now
0: yeah well on that note i think uh i think you did it man what'd you say with that better living
2: yeah live better do better um give a fuck about your kids and what was that website one more time reach
1: everytownresearch.org just check it out it's easy to look at share it with some friends. Post it on Facebook. You post dumb shit already, so post that.
2: Yeah, you heard it here. Have a better week, y'all.